Eighth Lesson The Boldness of God's Friends And he said unto them, Which of you shall have a friend, and shall go unto him at midnight, and say unto him, Friend, lend me three loaves? For a friend of mine in his journey is come to me, and I have nothing to set before him. And he from within shall answer, and say, Trouble me not. The door is now shut, and my children are with me in bed. I cannot rise and give thee. I say unto you, Though he will not rise and give him, because he is his friend, yet because of his importunity he will rise and give him as many as he needs. Luke 11, 5-8. The first teaching to his disciples was given by our Lord in the Sermon on the Mount. It was nearly a year later that the disciples asked Jesus to teach them to pray. In answer, he gave them the Lord's Prayer a second time, and taught them what to pray. He then spoke of how they ought to pray, and repeated what he formerly said of God's fatherliness and the certainty of an answer. But between these two times, he added the beautiful parable of the friend at midnight to teach them the twofold lesson that God does not only want us to pray for ourselves, but for the perishing around us also. He taught them that in such intercession, great boldness of entreaty is often necessary, and always lawful, yes, even pleasing to God. The parable is a perfect storehouse of instruction about true intercession. First, it depicts the love that seeks to help the needy around us. A friend of mine is come to me. Then came the need to cry, I have nothing to set before him. Then follows the confidence that help is to be obtained. Which of you shall have a friend? And say unto him, Friend, lend me three loaves. Then comes the unexpected refusal, I cannot rise and give thee. Then again the perseverance that takes no refusal, because of his importunity. And lastly, the reward of such prayer, he will rise and give him as many as he needs. This is a wonderful setting forth of prayer and faith in which the blessing of God has often been sought and found. Let us confine ourselves to the chief thought. Prayer is an appeal to the friendship of God. We shall find that two lessons are particularly suggested. The one is that if we are God's friends and come as such to Him, we must prove ourselves to be the friends of the needy. God's friendship to us and ours to others go hand in hand. The other is that when we come in this way, we may use the utmost liberty in claiming an answer. There is a twofold use of prayer. The one is to obtain strength and blessing for our own life, the other is intercession, the higher, true glory of prayer for which Christ has taken us into his fellowship and teaching. This is where prayer is the royal power of a child of God who exercises in heaven on behalf of others and even of the kingdom. We see in Scripture how it was in intercession for others that Abraham and Moses, Samuel and Elijah, with all the holy men of old, proved that they had power with God and prevailed. When we give ourselves to be a blessing, we can count on the blessing of God. When we draw near to God as the friend of the poor and the perishing, we can count on His friendliness. The righteous man who is the friend of the poor is especially the friend of God. This gives wonderful liberty in prayer. Lord, I have a needy friend whom I must help. 
as a friend I have undertaken to help him. In you I have a friend whose kindness and riches I know to be infinite. I am sure you will give me what I ask. If I, being evil, am ready to do for my friend what I can, how much more will you, O my heavenly friend, now do for your friend what he asks? The question might suggest itself whether the fatherhood of God does not give such confidence in prayer that the thought of his friendship can hardly teach us anything more. But a father is more than a friend. And yet, if we consider it, this pleading the friendship of God opens new wonders to us. That a child obtains what he asks from his father looks so perfectly natural, we almost count it the father's duty to give. But with a friend, it is as if the kindness is more free, dependent not on nature but on sympathy and character. Then the connection of a child is more that of perfect dependence. Two friends are more nearly on a level. And so our Lord, in seeking to unfold to us the spiritual mystery of prayer, would gladly have us approach God in this relationship too, as those whom He has acknowledged as His friends, whose mind and life are in sympathy with His. But then we must be living as His friends. I am still a child even when a wanderer, but friendship depends upon the conduct. Scripture, Ye are my friends, if ye do whatsoever I command you. John fifteen fourteen. Dost thou not see how the faith worked together with his works, and the faith was complete by the works, and that the scripture was fulfilled which saith, Abraham believed God, and it was imputed unto him for righteousness, and he was called the friend of God? James two twenty two to twenty three. It is the Spirit, the same Spirit, who leads us, that also bears witness to our acceptance with God. Likewise, the same Spirit helps us in prayer. Romans 8.26. A life as the friend of God gives the wonderful liberty to say, I have a friend to whom I can go even at midnight. And how much more it does so when I go in the very spirit of that friendship, manifesting myself the very kindness I look for in God, seeking to help my friend as I want God to help me. When I come to God in prayer, he always looks to what the purpose of my petition is. If it is merely for my own comfort or joy that I seek His grace, I don't receive it. But if my desire is that He may be glorified in my dispensing His blessing to others, I shall not ask in vain. Or if I ask for others but want to wait until God has made me so rich that it is no sacrifice or act of faith to aid them, I shall not obtain. But if I can say that I have already undertaken for my needy friend, and in my poverty I have already begun the work of love, because I know I had a friend who would help me, my prayer will be heard. Oh, we know not how much the plea profits, the friendship of earth looking in its need to the friendship of heaven. He will give him as much as he needs. But man may not always receive his requests at once. The one thing by which he can honor and enjoy his God is his faith. Intercession is part of faith's training school. Our friendship with men and with God is tested there. It is seen whether my friendship with the needy is so real that I will take time and sacrifice my rest and will go even at midnight and not cease until I have obtained what I need. 
It is seen whether my friendship with God is so sure that I can depend on Him not to turn me away and therefore pray on until He gives. Oh, what a deep heavenly mystery this is of persevering prayer! The God who has promised, who longs, whose fixed purpose it is to give the blessing, holds it back. To Him it is a matter of deep importance that His friends on earth should know and fully trust their rich friend in heaven. Therefore, He trains them in the school of delayed answer to discover how their perseverance prevails and what the mighty power is that they can wield in heaven if they only set themselves to it. There is a faith that sees the promise and embraces it but does not receive it. Hebrews 11, 13, 39. When the answer to prayer does not come and the promise we are most firmly trusting appears to be of no effect, the trial of faith, more precious than gold, takes place. In this trial, the faith that has embraced the promise is purified and strengthened and prepared in personal holy fellowship with the living God to see the glory of God. It takes and holds the promise until it has received the fulfillment of what it had claimed in a living truth in the unseen but living God. Let each child of God who seeks to work the work of love in his Father's service take courage. The parent with his child, the teacher with his class, the visitor with his district, the Bible reader with his circle, the preacher with his hearers, each one who, in his little circle, has accepted and is bearing the burden of hungry, perishing souls, let them all take courage. Nothing is at first so strange to us that God should require persevering prayer, that there should be a real spiritual need for importunity. To teach it to us, the Master uses this almost strange parable. If the unfriendliness of a selfish earthly friend can be conquered by persistence, how much more will it avail with the heavenly friend who loves to give but is held back by our spiritual unfitness, our incapacity to possess what he has to give? Oh, let's thank him that in delaying his answer he is educating us to our true position and the exercise of all our power with him. He is training us to live with Him in the fellowship of undoubting faith and trust, to be indeed the friends of God. And let us hold fast the threefold cord that cannot be broken, the hungry friend needing the help, the praying friend seeking the help, and the mighty friend loving to give as much as he needs. O my blessed Lord and Teacher, I come to you in prayer. Your teaching is so glorious and yet too high for me to grasp. I must confess that my heart is too little to take in these thoughts of the wonderful boldness I may use with your Father as my friend. Lord Jesus, I trust you to give me your Spirit with your Word and to make the Word quick and powerful in my heart. I desire to keep your Word of this day. Because of his importunity, he will rise and give him as many as he needs. Lord, teach me more to know the power of persevering prayer. I know that in it the Father suits Himself to our need of time for the inner life to attain its growth and ripeness, so that His grace may indeed be assimilated and made our very own. I know that He would gladly train us to exercise the strong faith that does not let Him go even in the face of seeming disappointment. I know He wants to lift us to that wonderful liberty 
in which we understand how He has made the dispensing of His gift dependent on our prayer. Lord, I know this. Oh, teach me to see it in spirit and truth. And may it now be the joy of my life to become the distributor for my rich friend in heaven, to care for all the hungry and perishing, even at midnight, because I know my friend, who always gives to him who perseveres, because of his importunity, as many as he needs. Amen.